Welcome to Unqualified Parenting's Halloween Spooktacular! <laughs> oh. oh, man. <laughs> it's painful. How's it going, Jen? It's going pretty good. Yeah? I'm tired. How come? Well... I, well, my husband went out of town and then we went out of town and then he went out of town again three weeks. So it's been like, it was nice to relax for a little while, as much as a toddler vacation can be relaxing. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back to the day to day, having my husband and being at home. So you're single parenting it right now. Yeah. For how long? Till Thursday. Yikes. And then there's going to be a wedding that she's going to be in. So my husband's going to fly back and get her ready. And then I'm just going to meet him after work at a wedding. <laughs> That's where I'm going to see him next. That doesn't sound stressful at all. No, it's great. Not at all. <laughs> working mom is so easy. How is it being a single working mom? It's so It's so hard. You're just... I'm so tired all the time. Even when I get like seven and a half hours of sleep, I'm just mentally drained all the time. Mm -hmm. It's I keep thinking it'll stop and it doesn't. I was waiting for you to go the other way. I was waiting for you to be like, being a single mom so easy. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. just been so easy. It. I don't nope. know what people complain about. Nope. I don't yeah, know how people do it. It's fucking mind draining. Good for you guys that are doing it more often than I am. Because damn. I firmly believe that alcohol was invented just for single parents. Mm -hmm. Like like we, we lost that information, but I'm pretty sure that was the start of, of alcohol. Well, like cocaine and opioids used to be like over the counter stuff in the 50s. Yeah. That's why they were able to have so many kids. Probably why so many died, but... Oh, come here, they little Timmy. Sounds like you have a cold. Here, drink <laughs> some of this cocaine juice. Did you know they used to think that teething would cause deaths? Death? Yeah. Teething? Yeah. How do you stop teething? Well, you don't. So it can kill you, but it has to happen. So they would give you medicine or bracelet and or necklace charms that would like help stave off the pain. But a lot of the charms would have things that were chokeable for the babies, and they'd end up dying on that. So, yeah, they, they had, like, cause of death for a while was teething. People are idiots. I have heard that if an adult were to go through the teething process as an adult, you'd kill yourself because it hurts so bad. Oh, that's sad. You know, my daughter's teething, and one of her teeth are, like, halfway through. It's like the molar, so you could feel, like, two little bumps. Yeah. And we gave her some Tylenol, and then we went out to breakfast, and she pointed at a lemon and was like, ooh, ooh, and like that, that, really wanted it. So we asked the waitress for a bowl of lemon slices, and she was going to town on these lemon slices. Well, one of my other friend's son had a high fever and was texting me, and she said he's teething, I think. And I was like, I don't know why, but she loved lemon slices when she was teething. Like, that seemed to help. And Dina, who we've met, looked it up, and it's actually a pain, like the citrus is oh, actually really? a pain reliever for teething. I did not and know And Finley that. just, like, figured that out on her own. Like, she just knew what she needed. So cool. That is kind of cool. Yeah. 
You might need to test her abilities. She might be a Doogie Hauser. A Dookie? A Doogie She's Hauser. definitely a Dookie. Do you know Doogie Hauser? I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm not that much older than you. What, a year? It sounds familiar. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, I know him. He played a child doctor. Oh. He was like this genius who like graduated college at like the age of 10 and then was a practicing doctor. <laughs> and this was supposed to be believable of back in the 80s. <laughs> but that's how he got a start. He was Doogie Hauser, MD. Huh. So maybe your daughter's Doogie Hauser. Maybe. You might be able to quit work. Yes. And just put her on the Ellen show. I actually like working. I don't think I could be home all day. Oh, man. If I could, I would never work uh, another day in my life. <laughs> Video games, hobbies, sleeping. Yeah. I wish it. I could work like like 30 hours a week and then have 10 hours for hobby. And then I could do the rest with family and Finley and stuff. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind working forever if I got to pick and choose what job I did. Every day. Mm, yeah. Hey, we want you to do this. No. <laughs> Not today. today. I'm going to be a skydiving instructor. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. I got fired because <laughs> I killed everybody. <laughs> well, Jen, Halloween is upon us. Yeah. Tis the season for the screams and... That did not work out. No. Uh, I was going for a reason for the season. Uh, Screaming for the season. It's the theme for screams. It's the theme. It's the scream theme. Um, Browning. Spooky. We're going to have to cut That's all all I had. (laughs) That's all I had. I didn't have anything else. Um, Hey, Jen. Yeah. What's the scariest type of bee? Booby? Exactly. Uh. I want to talk about a story that was in the news. You may have seen this. I don't know. Maybe not. It made... I have not. It made national news. Was it recent? Yes. It was like last week. Oh, shit. The title of the news story, as you can see, this Utah woman was charged for being topless in her own home. Now she's arguing the lewdness law is unconstitutional. Hmm. So I want to read this story to you. Then I want to get your take. And then I'm going to give you you credit the source. uh, This is coming from the Salt Lake Tribune from it looks like Leah Hogston at the Tribune. And there was another one on the DailyMail.com, which is uh, Another website. I don't think this one says Je- Jennifer Smith. So Jennifer Smith and Leah Hogston. So I'm going to read you part of the story. <laughs> okay. And then I want your input. Then I'm going to give you some more information. Then I want your input. Okay. Then I'm going to give you more information. <laughs> and I want your input. Because I want your mind to go through this the way that mine did. <laughs> All the twists and turns. Okay. Okay. Again, this is I'm ready. spooky as in... I'd be fucking terrified if I was whatever. All right. So this is what happened. This is what it says. It says it started off as an impromptu teaching moment for her young children. 
Her name, I guess I don't have to obscure her name because she's in the news. Yeah. So I can assume. Her. Just her, kidding. Her, her name love is. Love you, maybe? I don't know yet. Tilly we'll Buchanan. Tilly Buchanan. Um, we'll call her TB, Miss Tuberculosis. <laughs> so TB and her husband had been installing insulation in the garage and had stripped off their clothes just inside their home to get the itchy materials off their skin. She was topless when her children came down the stairs. The children were a little embarrassed at the sight, but TB told them they shouldn't treat her differently because she was a woman. Um, they aren't comfortable seeing their dad's chest, or they aren't uncomfortable seeing their dad's chest, so it shouldn't be any different for her. So here we have a mother, father, Installing insulation, which I don't know if you've ever installed or yeah, messed with. Yeah, it's, it's not fucking fun. itchy. Yeah. So they decide to come in from out of the garage, so kind of like a little foyer or whatever, and strip down. Mm-hmm. So she had stripped down. She was topless when three kids came downstairs. Um, Were they her kids? 13, 10, and I think the other one was nine. Were they her kids? Kids. Okay. Kids. What are your thoughts, assuming, <laughs> if we were to assume, that they were her kids? Um, I would think that I wouldn't want to see my 15 or 12 or 10-year-old walking around topless in our house. Or if I had a friend over, like, it's not something I would want to encourage. So, uh, the kids are a 13-year-old boy, a 10-year-old girl, and a 9-year-old boy who saw her topless. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't want to encourage that that's okay in their minds because okay. it is illegal to do it outside your home. And also, I wouldn't want my preteens to think that that's okay inside the home because that's when all their hormones are raging and stuff. So it turns out they're not her kids. None of them? They're her stepkids. Oh, awkward. Now how does that change? That's just... I mean, they probably haven't ever seen it before, so that's even more, like, shocking. And, yeah, that that's awkward. So, she recalled telling the children, this isn't a sexual thing. I should be able to wear exactly what my husband wears. You shouldn't be embarrassed about this. So, she's telling these kids, you shouldn't be embarrassed about this. My boobies are the same as your dad's. That's not true, though. I mean, maybe in some countries, like in Greece, there was all kinds of topless ranging from like 10 to 80-year-old women on the beach. So here's what's interesting. So Utah just passed a law allowing um, women to go topless. So weird. As long as it's not part of a lewd act. Mm. It's called our, our lewdness statute. Well, state officials don't have the same view of her as it's just natural. Um, after they got wind of what happened, they filed criminal charges against her. She's 27 years old. She How did they charges find filed. out? It's very interesting. This whole thing just gets worse and worse. They found out because uh, uh, ch- child services. CPS. CPS were investigating them for something else. Oh. When the children's real mom brought up this instance. And told Child Protective Services. Well, TB is arguing that since this was in the privacy of their own home, she shouldn't be charged against like this lewdness statute because she was in her own home. Yeah. 
I would still give like a warning or something. Like just don't don't make people embarrassed. Like don't make your kids embarrassed. Why would you do that? Right. So it gets even worse. Uh, authorities allege that the story is she was under the influence of alcohol and standing there in front of the three kids with her husband. She told her husband she wouldn't put her top back on unless he showed them his penis. Why? No Why? one knows. Was she completely naked? Did she have underwear on? No, she was just topless. Well, why the fuck? That's why not even the same like... thing. That's not the same. And so she's saying that she's being unfairly targeted for something that happened in the privacy of her own home. Uh, so if you're abusing your children in the privacy of your own home, then it's okay? And she's like fighting this thing tooth and nail or tooth and nipple. No. But she's saying that, oh, I should be allowed to go topless in my own home. But authorities are saying, no, this was a lewd act in front of minor children. That aren't yours. That aren't yours. That's weird. Now, I've heard stories or read stories on Reddit of like, what's a weird thing that happened in your home but didn't happen in your friend's home? And there have been a few I've read where they're like, nudity wasn't a big deal in our house. And, you know, we'd walk around naked all the time. Yeah, my my husband said that uh, his sister and her friends would do naked handstands on the stairs when they were like eight, nine years old. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nothing. It's but, weird, but whatever. Right. But I mean, your parents kids didn't walk crazy. around naked. No, not parents. No. no. Like kids, it's like, okay, whatever. My, my little brother used to run around naked in cowboy boots and he was like six. No big deal. He'd run around <laughs> the neighborhood. But yeah, so this woman, they're not even her kids, decides to go topless instead of walking into the room or into the bathroom to take her shirt off. Or just cover them up with your arms and be like, oops, didn't know you guys were there. But to stand there, say it's nothing that they should be embarrassed about. Yeah. And then tells her husband to whip his dick out. That's, that's getting a little weird. It's a little much, right? Yeah. Like, and so she's fighting this thing through the state. Um, she's like, I don't see myself as a criminal, but if this thing goes through and she gets, uh, I guess, convicted of this, she'll go on the sex offender registry. Oh. Which I think she should. Yeah, if you're telling a guy to whip it out in front of kids, that's, yeah, that's gross and weird. That's... I, just, I don't get where this lady's coming from. Well, and if you switched it to where... If it was, like you said, the stepdad who walked in naked and then was like, He'd be hey, your mom, show, show him your vagina. Yeah. Like, that would immediately be like, yeah. okay, you're getting charged. This is, but because it's a woman, I'm sure they're kind of taking their time and blah, well, blah, blah. Well, and because the state passed this law freeing the nipple, she thinks that she can just do that anywhere at any time. But the fact that she did it in her home in front of these kids and these kids were so bothered by it that they told their mom and then what CPS else? was investigating them for something else. What were they investigating them for? It doesn't say. It just says something else, something unrelated. Ugh. But for them to be investigating them and then that to come out. It just sounds like trashy people. <laughs> yeah. And then she was drunk and tells him to whip out his dick or she won't get dressed. Yeah. That's weird. As a little much. I'd be worried if I were their mom. Oh, absolutely. 
I'd, I'd be fine. I'd be terms. worried if I were their dad. I'd be like, get the fuck out That's of the, the house. That's the other thing that doesn't make sense. He's not on the record at all about stopping any of this. Ugh. Which, I mean, I don't think my daughter is seeing my wife or I. Well, can you imagine if Mikkel told you to, like, whip it out? Like, you'd probably be like, get the fuck out of the house. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, that's weird. It's so weird. But something's something's not right something, with that whole fucking story. Right? I don't even know how to process it. Yeah, so so here's like the bullet points. She was arrested for taking her top off in front of it says her three children, which they're stepchildren. She claimed she and her husband had been installing insulation in the garage and wanted to get out of itchy clothes. There are many places in your home you can get out of itchy clothes. Well, plus, wouldn't you want to do that, like, right in front of a washer, if anything? Or the the only situation I can imagine is if they're using, like, a air compressor to, like, blow them off to get all that fiber off of you, mm. which I could imagine would be a good way of getting. But still, close the garage door, strip down, spray it off. And lock it. Put clothes back on and... Lock the door. Yeah. Police say she was drunk and refused to put her top on until her husband exposed exposed her penis. His penis. His penis. The story was only relayed to cops by the children's mother, who said she was alarmed when they told her what happened. She's been charged with three three counts of lewdness towards a child. And she's saying that it's unfair and sexist because her husband, who is also topless, has not been charged. Hmm. Do you want to see a picture of her? Huh. That's not what I pictured she looked like. What did you picture? Like some... Frizzy haired, like, nope, not at all. Like some, I don't know, methy looking, I don't know. I'm making a lot of generalizations. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think are fair. I think generalizations are fair. Now we've lost all of our meth listeners. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah, I just thought it was so bizarre. Yeah. And the worst part about it, every website I went to that had the story even read it, everyone were on her side except for a couple of people. Really? Which totally took me, you know, sh- shocked me. Took. Her. It's because she's a woman. I still don't get that. It's Everyone stupid. She should be able to show her breasts wh- That's wherever. fine. She should be able to, but she shouldn't be able to tell her husband to whip out his penis. And also, if your breasts are making children uncomfortable, why would you want to? Not only that, but why would you ever get... Partially naked, more than partially naked in front of kids that aren't your blood. Which yeah. doesn't make it right to do it in front of your own blood. Yeah. But still. Like, like even Finley, I still like try to cover up. Yeah. Like the, the, the most my daughter ever sees is us in a towel as we're running from the bathroom to our bedroom to get changed. Yeah. And I don't consider us prudes. Although Finley know. does shower with us, but she's one. So <laughs> that's fine. I uh, I had to shower once with my daughter. Um, she was probably four, and we had just gone swimming, and we needed to like shower quick and be out somewhere else. So I didn't have time to shower and shower her. Mm-hmm. So we just showered with our bathing suits on, <laughs> which she thought was weird. But I was like, "There's no way it's going to get to someone else that we're both in here naked." I was like, "We're showering with our bathing suits on. <laughs> Do totally it. okay." <laughs> You know, and even me in my own home with a kid who's young enough to where, you know, people consider, okay, shower real quick together. 
I didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. Well, it sucks because a lot of dads have that fear and like are so self-conscious and like aware of everything. Oh, but yeah. then then the moms, then you get people like her. They're just like, I should be able to do what I want. Like, I'll worry if I'm out in public wearing shorts and kids see my prosthetic leg and point it out and want to talk to me. I worry about getting called a creep. Why? Something about a guy talking to small children oh. freaks people out. Yeah. It and sucks. It sucks. It's not fair. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, it is what it is, Which I is guess. sad because I've seen, like, so many, like, even just last week, uh, Finley's in swimming lessons now, and she was getting out of the pool. It went horrible, by the way. We've done parent-taught lessons for a few months, and then she wasn't in for a few months, and now she's back, but just by herself with the teacher, and she bawled oh, really? and signed for help. Like, Did she miss her friends? or? Well, she's used to me being in there with her, and I wasn't in there with her. I was just on the sidelines watching. So she was like signing help, help, help over and over and reaching her arms As towards me. As you're just me. smiling at her. And it made me so sad. But anyway, okay, you won't die. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. So she gets out and she's happy by then. And this random guy was like, oh, my gosh, she's so cute. And she holds her hand up to him and just stares at him. And he's like, hi. And I'm like, she wants a high five. And he's like, oh, are you serious? And he gave her a high five and like ruffled her hair. And he was like so excited and saying how cute she was. And like, I thought it was so cool that he was that excited but I could totally see like other women being like weird. And it makes me sad. It does make yeah. me sad that society is like that. Yeah. We've, we're, we're totally like, or like even hear about like, uh, like a kid who's like sexually molested. If it's a boy, everyone's like, oh yeah, good. Oh man, good for him. You know, yeah. you got some. When in reality, that kid needs like, psychological help and he's going to be in counseling forever and he was a victim well yeah and plus other guys probably make fun of him for being like oh you got raped by a girl oh you poor Ooh, thing yeah. like i'm sure that they have to deal with that shit forever yeah and there are plenty of women that are absolute creepers towards kids or men yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's frustrating it's messed up yeah anyways back to halloween, back to halloween. <laughs> Well, so that took care of my news. All done. What do you want to talk about now? I've got I've got another thing in the news, kind of. Yeah? I thought I'd tackle a common misconception. Oh. And at least put this to, like, fucking rest for all of our Is listeners. it that you have to wait 30 minutes after you eat to swim? It is not. That's not true. I know that's not true. Okay, anyway. It's about people poisoning Halloween candy <laughs> and how the news brings it up every fucking year, but there's no truth it's behind it. because it gets views. Right. But there's no truth behind it. No. So I decided to pull up the information here and kind of describe where this misconception came from, what the truth is, and telling our listeners to just relax. They're okay. So this whole thing about people poisoning or putting drugs in Halloween candy. <laughs> Why would you waste drugs on kids? <laughs> right? Like, common sense should tell you no one's putting I mean, drugs in your kids' candy. Drug dealers look pretty well off, so I'd assume they're expensive. 
do you know how much a bag of weed costs? <laughs> I don't actually. I don't. <laughs> Not at all. But seriously, no one's going to be slipping drugs into like stupid. Yeah. Anyway, so this whole thing, it, it all boils back to a Dear Abby column in 1983 where she, uh, she wanted to remind her readers, among other things, that someone's child will become violently ill or die after eating poisoned candy or an apple containing a razor blade. Now... In recent years, there have been reports of people with twisted minds putting razor blades and poison and taffy apples and Halloween candy. Um, and so um, some people think that because of that, it's no longer safe to let your children eat treats that come from strangers. So the razor blade thing has happened. That's terrifying. And it's put in candied apples. Oh. Which if anyone's giving you any type of an apple on Halloween, they're it's not poison. to be trusted. Yeah. Ever. I mean, Have you seen Snow White, S- Sleeping Beauty, Snow White? Snow White, Snow White, yeah, Snow White. You don't take an apple. No, there was, there was a lady in one of my neighborhoods growing up that she handed out tuna fish sandwiches, <laughs> and my parents were always like, "No, we're not skipping that house. She's a kind old lady. She went through all that effort. Go and was get it your like ninety percent mayo? She was like, I'm pretty sure it was just cat food. <laughs> you know, it's just some fancy feast oh, spread man. on some bread. Ugh, so gross. One so, of my neighbors worked, her mom worked at Donut Factory and would have in a wrapper individually packaged donuts. Oh, really? Every, yeah. That'd it was be the cool. best fucking house. That'd be really cool. It was cool. Um, I, I was sad was, when they moved. I think it was last year. I think Mikkel had to work. And so my daughter and I went and trick-or-treated down in American Fork at my dad's house. There was one house we came to that had a huge, like, four-car garage. And they had a giant fire pit in the middle of their driveway. And they were roasting hot dogs. And they had hot cocoa. And they had all this (laughs) stuff. And it was just free for everybody. So as you're trick-or-treating, you could, like, swing by, get something to eat, get some hot cocoa. Our neighborhood does that, too. It was really cool. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is... I wanted to stay... Plus, their kids are eating it, too, so you know it's not... Probably not poison. (laughs) I wanted to stay and hang out with these guys. I didn't know who they were, but my daughter wanted candy. Mm. All right. So, for nearly 30 years, University of Delaware sociologist Joel Bess has been investigating allegations of strangers poisoning kids' Halloween candy. As of... Right now, today, he hasn't identified a single confirmed example of a stranger harming or killing a kid in this way. Now, he has found examples of people accidentally passing out old or tainted candy. Um, There was one instance of someone passing out ant poison as a gift to teenagers, but it was actually packaged said ant poison. Oh. So it was like a box of ant poison. Like they, so, they were like, here's yeah. some candy. There's, there's no way. <laughs> I, I think it was one of those things where like the teenagers come, they're a little old to be trick-or-treating. Mm. So it's like, you know, here's yeah, ant fuck poison, you. here's yeah. a mousetrap. Go Get die. the fuck off my Yeah. All right. So where did this all start? Probably some paranoid mom. No. That was topless. <laughs> it's actually pretty sick. On Halloween. In 1974, I can't do that for the whole thing. (laughs) An eight-year-old boy named Timothy O'Brien died. 
His candy had indeed been poisoned. A few days prior, his father, Ronald Clark O'Brien, took out a $40,000 life insurance policy on his son, on his daughter, as a way to get out of debt. Hmm. So the only way to collect required that at least one of his children die. So the oldest boy, or no, so the dad, he laced some pixie sticks with cyanide. Oh. And basically forced his son to eat some before he went to, went to bed. Oh. So the problem is, is murder would negate the insurance policy, so the father had to cover his tracks. So, already showing that he doesn't give a shit about kids, he decided to potentially kill a few of them. Oh, why not? So he If distrib- your candy smells like almonds, it's poisoned. Is that true? Yeah, is that- but it smells like almonds. What if it's like so, an almond joy? You know when they... <laughs> you're just fucked. You know when they someone poisoned the Tylenol and killed a bunch of the people? The Tylenol murders. It was... It smelled like almonds. Which, there's there's another product that could potentially be targeted that I read about yesterday. More on that in a second. <laughs> but so not only did he try to kill his daughter and his son, but he got at least four other kids that night to eat those pixie sticks. Jeez. Fortunately, he was unsuccessful. All the kids went to the emergency room. Even his test- own son? Where they tested positive for cyanide. Got traced back to him, and he's in prison doing whatever. I hope so they fed him cyanide. In the history of forever, there's only been one reported incident of kids being poisoned in Halloween candy, and that was by their father who was trying to kill them. <laughs> if the candy is in a package, if it is not an apple, if it is not a tuna fish sandwich made with Fancy Feast, <laughs> your kids are most likely just fine. Unless they have an allergy. Yeah. That's the only way that your kid's going to die is if they have an allergy. Yeah. They're totally fine. No one's handing out drugs in the Halloween candy. Oh, man. <laughs> no one's doing it. <laughs> You've ruined all my hopes and dreams. <laughs> so you're most likely totally fine. All That's right. good to know. That that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. So, Especially with a toddler who just shoves anything in their mouth. Yeah. We so, don't give her candy, so she's going to be like She's going to go crazy. Yeah. Yeah, the news telling you, oh, be careful, check all the candy, do the thing. If, if there's an obvious razor blade sticking out of a Laffy Taffy, <laughs> throw it away. Other than that, your kids are okay. All right, back to the Tylenol murders. So Snapple has moved from using glass bottles to using plastic bottles. Mm-hmm. Now, they don't have that little protection ring around, like, pop bottles that lets you know if the lid's been opened. Do they have a sealed pop? So they've got the pop. Okay. But I watched a video on Reddit the other day where someone opened it, and you hear the snap. Mm-hmm. They squoze the bottle to force some air out, put the lid back on, let go, and it snapped back down. Ooh. Yeah. Well, you've heard it here first, folks. Don't drink Snapple don't and eat drink, all the Halloween Yeah, candy. don't drink the new Snapple in the plastic bottles. Or you're going to die. Send them a message that you need better safety protocols because anyone can open it in the store Push a little air out, put the lid back on, and it pops back down. Have you seen that video of that, like, lady on Reddit, and she opens the ice cream 
and lid licks it. and licks it and puts it back. Yeah. I'm like, why? She got. Did, did she realize how much money she just cost everyone? Because now got we're charged. gonna have to good. Yeah. But now everyone's gonna demand those like little film covers, even though this has probably happened two times in a hundred years. And now we're gonna have to pay more money for ice cream. Is what it comes down to. And Stick I hate to her. Ben and Jerry's. They've got that plastic ring around the lid, so you know it hasn't been opened. Each one is a million and a half calories for a pint. And so freaking good. <laughs> oh, so worth the calories. Get the caramel sutra. It's got the cone of caramel through the middle. Oh man. Or Americone Dream. Americone Dream. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, Stephen Colbert's flavor. Huh. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good. I have some tips for Halloween as well. Okay. What are your tips? Mine are more geared towards uh, toddlers, younger kids. Well, I guess older kids too. The first one is, um, I know it sounds stupid to talk to your toddler, but my toddler like knows everything that I say to her all of a sudden. It like happened overnight. Like I've always asked her after I pick her up from daycare, how was your day? And then she just stares open mouth at me was from Billy the back seat. Was Billy being a bitch again at recess yeah. today? <laughs> well, the other morning when I gave her Tylenol because her teeth were hurting, I said, how are you feeling now? Like an hour later. And she squealed and clapped her hands. And I was like, oh my gosh, she responded. <laughs> we're communicating. <laughs> yeah, it was like miracle. So anyway, tell your kids that there's going to be loud sounds. There's going to be ghosts and clowns and scary things. Like forewarn them what to expect. Especially if they're little. They may have forgotten last year. And that you don't want them crying. And also, if they're too scared to walk up to someone's door, don't make them walk up to the fucking door. What if when they're teenagers and they something freaks them out, don't you want them to trust their instincts? No, I want them to walk right into... <laughs> I want them to walk right into that woman's house and look right at her <laughs> naked boobs. Murdered. Uh, yeah, so, like, if they're just freaked out, like, don't... Don't make fun of them or push them. Like, just go to the next house or walk with them or, like, there's no reason to ruin their Halloween or push them like that. It's... As part of your tip, do you think you could take them to, like, a Halloween store where they have all the masks and they've got all the, like, big animated scary, like, skeletons and stuff? Do you think you could take them there and, like, walk them through the store, show... You know, show them that you're putting on the mask and taking it off. That so would be that an awesome idea. That's that would be a good prerequisite for the That's little little do. ones. That's and then a good the idea. other thing, don't feel bad trick or treating when the sun's still out. Yeah. Go early. No big yeah. deal. That's Why what we did do with it my when daughter. They're cranky. Yeah, when she was, you know, two and three, we're out at like six thirty, seven o'clock. Yeah. Know? Done yes. before sun sun was down. Well, plus, how much candy can they actually eat at that age? You're just gonna end up eating it and getting fat. So just <laughs> just go to a few houses. Right. So growing up, my parents had this like community candy bowl rule. We'd go out. I think I've told this story before on the podcast. We'd go out. You bust your ass. You're walking everywhere. You're getting your candy. You're filling up your pillowcase. Well, they'd make us all dump it into this giant metallic bowl. That's stupid. No, you haven't told that story because that's stupid. It's stupid. And then, oh, it's so we can all share. But it's so that mom and dad can eat all the fucking candy. You want to yeah, know why I know? Because I'm dad. <laughs> and I do that. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so there was one year where I was fucking done. I think I was like six or seven. And I walked 
two, almost two and a half hours <laughs> on one leg, you know, <laughs> yeah. like six, seven years old. Aww. And we get home and I'm tired and my leg hurts, <laughs> but I've got this fucking, it's like a full pillowcase <laughs> of candy. We get home and my parents do their usual, all right, all the candy in the bowl. And I said, no, no way. I said, this is my candy. Yeah, I worked hard for it. And I threw a fit. <laughs> well, my mom being who she is, she said, fine, but you'll eat all of that candy tonight. It's such a narcissist thing to right? do. Like, like, yeah. Yeah, that'll teach them. That'll teach you. Then it feels sick. and. I stayed up all night. And she said that all she heard all night were candy wrappers. <laughs> oh, no. I ate a pillowcase of candy. And she expected me to be sick. I woke up that next morning, ready for school, happy as can be. Is that why you still eat candy every day? It's ruined you. So take that. <laughs> You're made out of candy now. I thought it was the dumbest thing. Like, oh, it's all that is candy rude. Together. Yeah. Or you end up with, like, my daughter, Aubrey, she doesn't eat her Halloween candy. She doesn't. Mm. Last year, we went to go get her trick-or-treat bag. Opened it up, and it had all of the candy from the year before. That's kind of how I was as a kid. Like, I'd kind of eat my favorites and then be like, eh. She's out there doing all the work. She doesn't even need her own candy. I, I took a bunch of lilies a couple years ago because I was pregnant, and I was hobbling <laughs> along. Story. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you need to know. Uh, I was, like, hobbling along, and my hip was hurting so bad, and I, I made it like a block and was like, I have to go home. Like, and I went home and uh, was that that same? Yeah, it was the same year I had a costume. So she comes in because her basket's full, her like little pumpkin thing. And she's like, it's all full. Dad told me to drop it off and throws the candy across the coffee table. <laughs> just like fucking dumps it. Half of it goes on the floor and she runs out the door. And I was like, I can't bend over. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to do work. That's why I came home. So I picked out a bunch of my favorites and was like, this is my toll for picking up your stupid candy everywhere. So I ate all. I can picture you big belly sitting on the couch as you're unwrapping your stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Falling down on the floor and you can't get up. And Steve's like, what happened? Just trying to get the candy on the couch. You're going to help me? Shut the fuck up and help me. So, so my other tip is to remember who this is for. Because a few days ago, I was talking to my husband. And I, I last when I was pregnant, I made my own Halloween costume, which is a story we'll get to in a minute. And I always thought I'd be that mom. Like, I love dressing up. I dress up at work. One year, I was the only person at my job that dressed up. I still did it. I was mad at everyone, but I still did it. Like, I just, I like that stuff. And I don't even know what she's going to be. And it's almost mid-October, and things are going to start selling out. And I just don't fucking care. But at the same time, I want her to look cute for a picture. And I just, it's too much. And Steve's like... My husband, he's like, if you like go to like, because the old lady costumes with the little, have you seen those with the cotton ball mm -hmm. hair and the walkers and things like that are so cute. And he pointed out, she's just going to want to pull it off. If you make something, it's going to get torn apart. If you buy something that's too warm, she's not going to want to wear it. If you buy something that's too cold, you're going to have to cover up with a coat. 
Like, there's all these. And how long is she really going to be in the costume for at 18 months old? So paint her face. Yeah, that's an option. But yeah, like, I was feeling such mom guilt. And he pointed out all these things. It's for the kids to, like, go out and have fun, not for, like, them to look the best and cutest and most amazing. It's for the kids. Yeah. And I think a lot of people lose sight of that. I mean, remember when we were kids, costumes were that cheap plastic Oh, my mom made my costume With like a horrible like mask that was super <laughs> cheap that tore. But my mom never made my costume. She went all out for my little brother, though. But I mean. He was the golden child. Yeah. Narcissists always have one golden child yeah. that can do nothing. Although wrong. she did dress him up one year as a bunch of grapes. So he had like a green hat and then she just blew up like purple balloons. And, and everyone was like, oh, you're fruit of the loom. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think my costumes, I think I was either almost always a cowboy, <laughs> a vampire or a pirate. My mom was a stay at home mom and she would like go all out and like craft these costumes. And they would be they were super cute and unique. So I'd be like something general, like a skeleton or yeah. a fairy or things like that. I think the best costumes for kids, and you're probably going to listen to this about a week before Halloween. Here's my suggestion. Your kids say, I want to be a skeleton. That's only half their costume. Have them be a skeleton police officer. <laughs> Have them be a zombie accountant. Pick something that that thing can be. Because that's what's going to make them stand out. That's a good idea. Right? I'm going to be a vampire phlebotomist. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So pick something That's convenient. (laughs) Or I want to be Superman in his (laughs) mid-40s, retired from, you know. Fat Superman. Like Fat Thor from the last Avengers. Yeah, cool. Yeah, do something like that. That'd be cool. There was one year I was a vampire. And about a week before uh, Halloween at school, I had tripped and caught the corner of, like, a desk in my neck, and it, like, ripped my neck open. Ugh. So then for Halloween, I had, like, this huge, like, bloody bandage, and it was pretty legit. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> so I made my costume when I was pregnant. I was I was barely showing, but, of course, when you're pregnant, you feel like you're huge, even though oh, yeah, I, I look back, it's a little tiny bump. Yeah, I so, remember back when I was pregnant yeah of course huge so uh, you could google it but if you look up like cabbage patch doll underneath the shirt basically you cut off the face of a cabbage patch doll which is creepy and you put it underneath a shirt but kind of like glue it to the face so that you can see the shape of the cheeks and the nose and the, the eyes then you cut off its arms and you hot glue the arms outside of the shirt with blood around the arms, so it looks like the fetus is coming out of your shirt, and then you get one of those little tiny pumpkin trick or treat things and hang it off of its hand, so it looks like it's trick or treating. So that was my costume, and of course, a lot of the neighbors didn't know I was pregnant, so they were like, "Oh, that's creative," and then I'd tell them I'm actually pregnant. So this this little girl comes to my door trick or treating. She's probably like four. And the dad's standing at the sidewalk just watching her. And I open the door and she sees my fetus coming out of my stomach and her face is just terrified. And she's like, what is that? 
And I'm like, it's a baby. And she's like, why is it in there? And I'm like, no, no, it's not a real baby. It's just a fake baby. And she's like, there's not a real baby. And I'm like, well, I'm I'm pregnant. So there is a real baby in my belly. But this one's fake. And she's like, how did a baby get in your belly? And she's like almost crying. And then so I have a four year old asking me like where babies come from, basically. And I glance back at her dad, like save me. And it reminded me of how unqualified I was to be a parent, even though I I had one in my belly and the dad just like waves from the sidewalk like totally totally unknowing what's going on and and yeah the girl was almost crying and I was just like it's okay it's it's all fake it's just a fake baby and she's like okay and she just left and was very traumatized and I felt so horrible <laughs> so if you are a parent, you should make your costumes carefully too. I did. I did something kind of like that um, at the job I worked at before I worked with you. We had these huge Halloween contests where you could win like three hundred bucks for the winning costume. Ooh! So I won the year before because I dressed up in my pirate gear, which is. I mean, when you have an actual peg leg, that's kind of hard to be. You say peg leg, peg leg. Yeah. Peg? 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 Peg Where are you from? Utah. Utah? Or a hurricane. But so there's one year I went as a zombie and I spent like a month like sculpting this like face prosthetic or whatever that looked like my skin was peeling off. Nice. Well, that was also the first year that we let the workers' kids come and trick-or-treat around the office. Oh, no. And I didn't know we were doing that. So everyone's like, I'm dressed as Gumby. I'm, and I'm like, I look like a fucking real zombie with blood everywhere. And my face peeling gone. off. And yeah, so when the kids came, That's awesome. I had to go sit in the break room. You didn't, made, you didn't at least try it? Well, I did. I made the kids cry. Aww. So I got exiled into the break room for two hours. Aww. And then I won. Yes. Worth it. But they d- decided not to hand out a prize that year. What the fuck? I was expecting to win three. Expecting. Expecting to win $300. I put maybe $200 into this costume. Oh, man. I was so pissed. Yeah, I, I like, bet. That's stupid. fucking kids deserve to be so <laughs> But we'll have to put our costumes up on our website. I'm going to go through, see if I can find costumes as a kid. I'm going to, I'll do my scary baby costume. And my husband was uh, the doctor that was delivering that year. So he had scrubs with like blood all over it. Another good pregnancy one, uh, this friend I had years ago, she went as an oven, (laughs) you know, where she had a bun in the oven. Yeah. And he went as the baker. I thought that was pretty smart. That is pretty I cute. That was pretty good. Um, that's that's how I told my husband that I was pregnant. You just I Halloween. Yep. <laughs> I put a bun in the oven, and then when he came home, I like kept glancing behind him, and he's like, "What are you looking at?" And I'm like, "What is that?" And he's like, "What?" And he's he like, looks in the oven. Get <laughs> yeah. it on the table. Where's the beef? <laughs> And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, open it up. What's in there? And he pulls it out. And he's like, it's a bun. And I'm like, that's weird. And he's like, why is there a bun in the oven? And I'm like, why is there a bun in the oven? And he's like, I don't know. (laughs) And then I like said it again more slowly. And he's like, oh, oh. (laughs) 
And then he was totally shocked, even though we were trying. I never got surprised like that. So That's because your wife was a bitch. Yeah, Not she, your current one, your old one. I knew when she was pregnant. Because she became a nice. bigger bitch. Oh, She became nice. Well, you could have should have just kept having babies, John. I remember the first time I was just joking. And I was like, man, you're being nice. Are you pregnant or something? No. She took a pregnancy test. She was pregnant. Oh, wow. Happened the second time, too, with my daughter. I was like, <laughs> you've been really nice. Are you sure you're not pregnant? She was pregnant. That's so sad. Yeah, that's a little messed up. Oh, man. Um, my last little tip for those of you who have little ones and you don't want them eating all that candy, almost every dentist will do a candy trade-in where they can bring their candy and trade it in for toys. Oh, which is really nice. Yeah, that is but, nice. Yeah, just look it up. I think, I mean, it's something most dentists do. Uh. You know, they, it's a way of handing out their card and telling parents, you know, this is about the age you need to get started. But it allows your kids to get toys so they're getting something of value for something yeah. of value. And they're not eating all that candy. That's cool. Or I think one year with my daughter, I think it was the first year that we had her, we did, we bought our candy from her. Hmm. So I offered her like, 10, 15 bucks for her candy. Nice. And then she had money to go do whatever she wanted with. So if you're worried about him eating all that candy, take him to a dentist's office. Most of them will trade in the candy or yeah. buy the candy from him. We don't have my stepdaughter this year, so we'll probably just go to a few houses with my daughter. Yeah. I think this might be the first year that my daughter trick-or-treats without us. Oh. Because she has, she has really good friends now. Oh, that's nice. So I think it might be the first year she's Goes That's off their fun. friends, which I feel bad because every year prior, it's just been us trick-or-treating with her, mm. which sucks when you're the only kid. Yeah. And so we always make a big effort to dress up, go with her in costume. It's nice. But more fun with friends. Yeah, always. it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad my stepdaughter has, like, mentioned different family costumes that me and my husband and Finley can do together, which is nice because my stepdaughter always does a costume with her mom my daughter wants to go as indiana jones oh that's cute a huge that's throwback exciting. to the 90s that's awesome yeah we watched i want to say we watched them before we went to disneyland or when we got back so that she kind of understood what the indiana jones i think it was when we got back so she could get the whole idea of the big ball chasing after mm. him, the big rock nice so yeah so she wants to go as indiana jones which my wife just texted me why we're doing our show, and she found this for Aubrey. Yeah. It's an Indiana Jones hat oh, and whip. Oh, that's cute. But it's funny because my daughter had made this list of everything she needed for her costume. She's in the car with my wife, and they're kind of talking about it. And my wife's like, so what's on your list? And my daughter's like, well, I need a new leather jacket. <laughs> my wife was like, you have Most a leather jacket. Most expensive costume ever. You have a leather jacket because I want to say it was about two years ago. We're at one of those clothing exchanges where you buy like used clothes. It's not tan though. And she found this like rocking leather jacket that she needed and it was like 10 bucks. But it was that's bad. not bad. But yeah, she was like, yeah, I need one that's brown. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, I am not buying you a brand new leather jacket just so you can be Indiana Jones. <laughs> but on her list, she had, I need a shirt and I need to tea dye it. I don't know if you've ever done that. Oh. Tea dyeing gives you, you've seen my pirate get up and like my little pirate shirt, how it looks all old. Yeah. So you just 
dyed-in tea, and it gives it that kind of faded brown, oh. kind of like sweat-stained look. She's being badass girl Indiana Jones. <laughs> well, do you want to jump into a one-upper game over? Yes. It's where you have a one-up parenting moment where you did something awesome. Or you have a game over parenting moment where you sucked and you need to try again. Do you have a one-up or game over? I do have a one-up. Go on. So, my one-up is shared with my wife for being kick-ass parents. So, my daughter's favorite band is AJR. Which is like an alternative pop, kind of hip-hop type band. They're really good. Three brothers. All their music is like really cool and uplifting. My wife and I are big fans as well. Well, back in March, we saw that they were coming to concert here in Utah. So I talked Mikkel into letting me pull the trigger. We bought three tickets. Didn't tell my daughter. And I planned to take that day off. Uh So the concert was on October 3rd. So on October 2nd, we surprised her that night with the concert tickets. And then I told her, I was like, you're not going to school tomorrow because she had like a surgery consult. because She has to have those teeth removed. I was like, you're going to the surgery consult. And then I'm taking you on a shopping spree so you can get a cool outfit for the concert. And Uh, then we're going to hang out. And then we're going to have dinner, and then we're going to go to the concert. That's awesome. So we dubbed it Kids Day. Yeah. So you got Father's Day, Mother's Day, Kids Day. That's cute. So we surprised her. I took her. We went on a shopping spree. Um, she was able to find two really cute outfits at Macy's for like 50 bucks, which was really nice. Went to the concert and had a fucking blast. That's cool. So I was standing next to my daughter. And then my wife was on the other side of me. My daughter and I danced the entire concert because she's in hip hop classes. She's got pretty good rhythm. Yeah. And just kind of hung out. And it was at that moment that I realized my kid might not follow all the rules. She might still from time to time. She might lie. But she's cool. She's fun to hang out with. That's awesome. Like she's genuinely fun to hang out with. That's cool. And at the end of the day... I think I'd rather be able to say, my kid's pretty cool over my kid follows the rules all the time. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I'd rather be able to hang out with my kid than to have a kid that shoots the straight, you know, straight, yeah. straight as an arrow. Yeah. My my husband was talking about that last night with Finley because she's such a daredevil. She has like no fear. Yeah. And it's terrifying as a parent because you turn your back for one second and she's running into the middle of the road. But he said that like I would rather have a kid that's a daredevil than like scared and timid of every yeah. little thing. That would be so much harder. But yeah, it was just it was a blast. Not only that, but she was super grateful. Just that entire day. That's Dad, awesome. thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. But that night at the concert is going to go down as probably one of my favorite nights ever. That's great. It was really cool. So my one up <laughs> was that I'm not going to give my kid ADD just because I get impatient and bored with stuff. And I'm recognizing it early because we went to like a children's museum here 
And after like five minutes of playing with something, I'm like, okay, let's see what else there is. Okay, let's go to the next thing. Okay, let's. Bored, Finley. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's go look at this. Instead of just letting her play and be a little kid and just like doing what she wants. So we went to the museum, the Children's Museum in St. George, which is fucking amazing. Every room has its own theme. There's a music room that has like a harp that's electronic. So there's no strings that you actually touch. But if you brush your fingers slowly through it, it sounds like any music you want to set it to. You could put it on guitar and yeah, you can do it fast or slow and hit each one. And it's all in the air. That's cool. It's so cool. And there's like a Minecraft looking room with like a cave. Oh, is that what you sent the picture of? I see. And then there's a dragon room with like a little princess bed, like a little medieval tower with the princess and a knight in it. Can I tell you what I thought that picture was? Which one? The Minecraft room? Right. What? When you get, when you sent it to me, I knew that you guys were down in St. George. I thought you were staying at like some like themed hotel for couples. <laughs> or like Chihuahua. And I was like, give me your wood, baby. <laughs> why did they pick a kid's playground theme? <laughs> why is everything like soft plastic? So uh, I had no idea. That's literally what went in my awesome. mind. I was like, Jen and Steve are into some weird fucking stuff. <laughs> Those buckets in the air. You put rocks in them and you like use the little crank to like That's cool. spin it around and then the bucket catches this ledge and it dumps the rocks into another bucket on the ground. That's cool. It's all so amazing. Have you taken her to the Discovery Gateway one? Yeah, we have passes. Oh, yeah, that's I mean, right. Yeah, just shut the fuck up. Right? <laughs> the the St. George one's cooler. I'm sorry. It's 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 way cool. I'll just have, the different themes. Like I'll have it's to have cool. another kid so that we can go. Aubrey would still love it. She probably would. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just let her go at her own pace and me and Steve had fun in every room. Like there was a room where you could take the lug nuts off of a car and it was like on a hoist. So of course Steve's so like, Finley. Steve's like, hang on. Yeah, I got this. yeah exactly. He's like, Finley, come change a tire. And it was so fun and That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. It was great. I think we had as much fun as she did. What are you going to do next? True crime. True crime. I've got a, it's not really true crime. It's just like a, we should have a segment that's just, just fucking stop. Yeah, that's a great segment. That needs to be a segment. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking stop. Yeah. When my daughter takes a shower, she likes to take whatever soap is there and fucking waste it by rubbing it all over the walls. <laughs> so she was doing it one day. My wife has like special shampoo for her hair that smells very particular. And she's like out of the shower and all of a sudden she smells it, walks in, flings open the curtain and the whole bathroom wall is painted in soap. Oh, no. (laughs) And it wasn't the first time. And so we're like, hey, if you keep this up, you're going to buy soap. (laughs) But how the fuck do you enforce that? She has no money. She has no job. Just Mm. fucking stop. (laughs) So maybe this is our, this is the first episode of our new segment, just fucking, just fucking, fucking stop. stop. I love this segment. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So just fucking stop putting soap on the walls. That would be great. <laughs> Do you have a just fucking stop? I mean, so many. One is 
I actually realized because I'm I'm trying to do rye parenting, which I want to do an episode specifically on. It's respectful parenting. It's instead of just walking up and grabbing your toddler and throwing her on the changing table, like you tell her, I'm going to change your diaper now. And you let her know. Do you have to like get consent? Yeah. <laughs> Sign here. Do you consent to me <laughs> Can changing I touch your you? diaper? Um, just the forewarning and let it sink in. And they, they just do so much better with things. So anyway, I, f- I forgot for like a month to do that. And so, <laughs> so every time, and Steve and Dina are like, we change diapers fine. She's fine for us. And for me, especially when she'd poop, like I'd get it partially off and she would just start flopping like a fish. And I'm like, just fucking stop. Like, why would you want shit all over? Nobody wants that. You shouldn't either. But but now that I realize that I can like tell her I'm gonna take off your diaper now and can you help me lift your legs and like involve her, she's so happy with it. Yeah, that's my biggest tip for any parent. It doesn't matter what age. Always set expectations. Yeah, just let them know. And even if they change, hey, we're not stopping by the store anymore. No, people used to always comment on how well behaved Aubrey was when she was you know four or five. She was well behaved because I always set expectations. All right, we're going to leave. So we're going to get your shoes on. We're going to get in the car. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to the grocery store. Yeah. These are the things I need to get. When we hit the toy aisle, you're more than welcome to stop and look. We're not buying anything today. After the grocery store, we're going to go and we'd go that. Did and you then, do that instinctively or did you read that somewhere? I just realized that she just never threw a fit if I did it. Hmm. You know, and as we cross things off the list... We'd go over the list again. We just got done at the grocery store. So next we have to go here hmm. and then here. But on the way from here and here, there is a playground. So we can stop and you can play for 30 minutes. Unless you're an asshole, <laughs> then and we're not stopping. There were never tears in the toy aisles because she didn't get to buy anything. You know, That's she was awesome. always just easy going. But I think part of that is understanding that if you're going to do that, you need to build in stuff for them. Yeah. A stop in the toy aisle, you know, or, hey, when we get to the checkout, you can buy a candy, you know, instead. Or we can stop by this park. Or if we're really good and we get home and we haven't had, we can sit and watch a movie. But, yeah, my biggest tip is always set set expectations. We even do that now with Aubrey. Just let her know. Just because, like, I mean, if you and I were running errands. I wouldn't keep you in the dark. Yeah, I'd want to know what was going yeah. on. I need to go here. I need to go here and here. Is and there anywhere you need to go? You need to be like, yeah, I need to go here. Oh, well, well let's, let's fit, fit it in. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's awkward doing it when they're like a few months old. You feel like an idiot just talking to them all the time. She has a sign signing book that goes through, I think, six different animals. Yeah. And we've had it for like a month. Before we even flip the page, she starts signing the next animal. So she's got to memorize. Yeah. And like, I just, I'm always talking and explaining to her. And now she understands so much that when I ask her, like, like, are you hungry? Or do you want to sit in your high chair for a bit? Do you want to color? Do you want to listen to your stupid dinosaur song that we've heard too much? Like she nods or shakes her head. Like she gets it, which is really cool. Not only that, but you're supposed to talk to him all the time yeah i think people take that as i'm gonna narrate and ramble talk to me yeah yeah talk to them and pause like it takes their brains so long to process things like sometimes i'll be like do you want shoes 
and I can just see the wheel slowly turning, and it'll be like 20 seconds before she nods and then signs shoes. As in her head, she's like, shoes. Shoes are those things that go on my feet. Feet are below my legs. Yeah. <laughs> feet are what touches the ground. I have to use my feet to walk. If we're going outside, outside yes. hurts my feet. I need something on my feet. I need shoes. She said shoes. Yes. yes. Yeah, exactly. Shoes. It's like this whole process. Yeah. But a lot of grownups are like, shoes? You want shoes? Can we put your shoes on? Like a dog. Shoes? And I'm like, shut up. Stop I, it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stand the baby talk. And yeah, people talk to kids like dogs. <laughs> All right, you guys want a treat? Should we go yeah. get a treat? Let's go get a treat. <laughs> yeah. You want to go for what? But yeah, I talked. I talked to my daughter about everything. I talked to her about my day. I talked. Yeah, to her that's about... great. My my husband gets stuck on how much milk she's had, and she's eighteen months. So she, it's. I don't give a shit. Like if she has two, she eats food all the time. Yeah. So. So anyway, if she only has like two out of eight ounces at nighttime, he's like, "Are you all done?" And she'll like sign all done, and he's like, "Are you all done?" <laughs> She's not done. You, you should and, teach her the sign for, yeah, fuck fucking off. done. Yeah, fucking stop. Or, That's what <laughs> She's going to be on the fucking stop segment. Teach her to sign, did I stutter? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And then we'll be like halfway through another book and he'll be like, do you want, do you want some milk? You sure y'all? I'm like, stop. You're going to make a fat because she said all done and you're like force feeding her more food. She's done. You should buy him like an old school milkman costume for Halloween. Just surprise him. Be like, you're constantly offering some fucking milk. You can ask everyone, hand it to him, or you all done. <laughs> oh, that's be amazing. Then I could say it was the milkman, it was baby. The milkman. Ah. True I crime. Have a true crime? Oh, yeah. I need to do my true crime. Oh, yeah. Do your true crime. Okay. So we were in St. George on vacation and. My daughter kept going out into the garage while we were trying to, like, pack and unpack stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I kept shutting the door. And then she'd end up in the garage five seconds later. And I'm like, who the fuck keeps leaving the garage door open? But I'm with my, like, husband and sister and brother-in-law, so I don't want to be, like, an asshole. So I'm like, I'll just keep shutting it. And finally I'm like, all right, who keeps leaving? (laughs) Because I can't keep watching her. And my brother-in-law is like, oh, she just keeps opening it and walking outside. And I was like, oh, fuck. She could it's open the, the door. the you least expect. <laughs> yeah, it was her the whole time. And yeah, sure enough, I watched her. She could open the door now. So then I locked it and walked away. And my brother-in-law's like, she's fiddling with the locks. I'm like, fuck, no. <laughs> so pretty soon, she's going to be able to unlock and open doors. And then we're all doomed. You're going to have to get those, like, Twisties. It's a handle. Oh, is it a Yeah, what do you do with that? Lube it lube it up with like gasoline. <laughs> Your answer's always lube. <laughs> always lube. Always lube. Or Just lube it up. <laughs> stick some candy off to the side. So they go for the What if I put the... an apple on it with a razor blade in it? That'd be great. Okay. Yeah. A, a fancy feast filled apple with razor blades. With some cyanide pixie sticks, like, sprinkled on top. There's got to be a band called An Apple with Razor Blades. Or cyanide pixie sticks. Ooh, that's yeah, a good that's one. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> and Cleveland, we're cyanide pixie sticks. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. I, I have a, I'm not crying, you're crying. Oh. So we're at the concert. The band has an opening act. A girl named Tessa Violet. She's pretty good. TV. 
TV. <laughs> well, before one of her songs, she starts talking about how she's been dealing with a lot of bad, anxi- bad anxiety. She wasn't able to leave the house. She wrote this song in a bad bout of anxiety or whatever. And she's like, if any of you out there know anybody who's dealing with anxiety or depression, this song's for them. My daughter looks at me. She gives me a big squeeze on my arm, Aww. kisses my cheek. And you're like, shut up. And she's like, Dad, I love you. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I came here to party, not cry. <laughs> but it was That's really sweet. That, like, that she thought of you. It, That's very I just didn't think that I was still, that she was still thinking about me. Because we, we had that episode we talked about depression and how I wrote them both a letter. I just didn't think that she still remembered. She still thought about it. Mm-hmm. But clearly it's something that's still in her head. Yeah, and I just, that's sweet. It's really sweet that to know that, you know, she's thinking about me. Yeah. I don't know, you never think about your kids thinking about you. No. You know? No. Because that's like such an adult thing. Yeah. Well, and I think our generation's learning to talk about feelings with kids because when you're, when you're a kid, it was just like, shut up, don't cry like give you something to cry about blah 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 yeah back when it was don't be a girl yeah like, like what's fucking wrong you with have girls? to be tough about everything yeah but now people are like learning no if you don't talk about your feelings you're just gonna bottle that shit up and then yeah. kill everyone shoot up at your work school. Yeah. either one <laughs> Both. yeah it's was, it was cute that is was, cute yeah touch me in my heart well, are you all ready for Halloween now? Now that we've gone over all the tips and tricks? Ooh. I'm talking to you directly, uh, not our listeners. Yeah. I'm always ready. Oh. I'm always ready for Halloween. No idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Welcome to being a parent. <laughs> the worst part about being a parent is it's not a parent how to do it. No. Oh, fuck. We're going to have to cut that. That yep. was lame. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that wraps up this Halloween. Wraps it up like some candy. Well, Jen, I think that's it. If you have any Halloween tips or questions, or, or yeah, or anything unrelated to Halloween because you're sick of talking about it or whatever, email us at hello at unqualifiedparenting.com. Hit us on our website at unqualifiedparenting.com um yeah send us questions comments requests um the christmas season is coming up oh and if you if you have any corrections for us i'm sure there's lots yeah steve if you have any corrections for us such as tom sawyer didn't write that book that was was it mark twain mark twain there we go Wow, we really botched the ending of this episode. <laughs> Email us up. at hello at and have a happy Halloween. You've survived another spooky fortnight of parenting. <laughs> now it's ruined. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Bye.